Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 63rd episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your host, Sam Shorky, younger sister, apparently insensitive and heartless sister, according to Sarah Shorky. Uh, Don't forget memory of a goldfish, sister. Yes, I will own that one. And I am Sarah Shorky, older sister, apparently overly sensitive, Mm -hmm. loose cannon sister, and the one with a memory of an elephant. Elephants have impressive memories? Yeah, they never forget. You've never heard that? Okay. Oh, wait, you probably forgot. Yeah, that does sound familiar now that you mention it. And kind of sad because it makes me think that of all the elephants in places like Thailand who are forced to work for human entertainment and give a bunch of asshole tourists rides on their backs all day long, or they get beaten with a stick by their owner, and knowing they remember every last horrific moment of their sad lives is kind of depressing. Welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Reppin' the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals bikini pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Reppin' the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Well, in case everyone is wondering what exactly this new podcast is all about, it's kind of a unique one, hopefully one that is the only one of its kind, and truthfully, we didn't want to lie to everybody and use the same old excuse that we haven't recorded a new episode because of the lockdown and COVID social distancing order, yada, 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 but rather, this most recent break from podcasting was because... We wanted to kill each other? Well, apparently she wanted to kill me. I, however, didn't even really know that she was mad at me, let alone hated me. Which tells you a lot about Sam. Tells you what about Sam? That you're an asshole who doesn't see past your own little personal bubble? Well, I guess that's maybe a fair statement, but in my defense, there was also a major lack of communication, which we have now discovered is one of the most critical pieces of any successful relationship, and one of the most common reasons why relationships break down. And as we all know, the way we communicate with our friends, family, partners, sisters, whatever, Whatever, is a huge indicator as to where your relationship is and where it's going. And as Sarah and I have learned recently, when there is a lack of respect that is brewing for each other, a poison starts to eat away at the relationship. But anyway, before we get into that, why don't you, Sarah, tell everyone the Coles Notes version of what happened that poisoned this sistership of ours, since you apparently know better than I and I have no memory. Okay, well, skipping over the boring details, we 
kind of got into a big enough conflict where we were both pissed off and definitely wanted some space. And then conveniently, the coronavirus came along, which made it mandatory to avoid each other. Uh, But I think what was happening is that I was severely depressed, but I didn't quite realize it. So basically, without boring everybody to death, after the major ordeal of having surgery and a hip replacement on my right hip, I'm now going through the same shit with my left. And I think I've just been incredibly angry and feeling hateful towards my crappy body. And I was having a hard time bringing any kind of game to the podcast, especially a health and fitness podcast. You know, I'm stuck in this body that doesn't work and I'm pissed off. So I think that was what was swirling around inside. And I was already having a hard enough time showing up for the podcast and pretending to care. And I guess I was just feeling like my cup of shittiness was full And I didn't have room for anything else. And then I'd show up for the podcast, and not only were we feeling guilty that we weren't recording episodes, but then it also makes it very hard when Sam starts going on about her good energy and the importance of putting good energy out into the world (laughs) to receive it back, horse shit, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, why don't you shove your energy up your ass? Because whatever energy you believe in seems to hate me. So at some point, things got heated and turned into a shouting match. And Sarah peeling out of the driveway in her minivan. Yeah, I friggin' lost it. And I'm pretty sure we both thought the podcast was dead at that point. Yeah, okay, that pretty much sums it up. Thank you for that. And I'm glad you brought up the power of energies all around us, because as you know, this is something I'm very passionate about. Yes, my energy comes in the form of a dark cloud. Well, I want to just share with everyone that after we tried to make amends, Sarah did agree that she would continue the podcast and she would slap on a happy face to get the episode episode recorded. I believe I used the term clown nose. Yes. Either way, of course, I kiboshed this idea because I said that, you know, this plan had dark energy all around it. And you can take your dark cloud and shove it up your ass because our listeners aren't stupid and they are tuning in for the fun-loving shorky sister dynamic that we bring and they would see through this charade immediately, not to mention your dark energy cloud would impact my positive beaming light-filled energy. And I just wasn't down with that. And so we knew that we had some work to do in order to find our way back to a mutual respect and understanding of each other. And I'm not going to lie, it did take some time and effort, a good couple of months, and it's been a process and one that required us both to kind of peel back the layers of the onion, if you will. But long story short, I'm happy to say that we were able to finally get over this spat and come out onto the other side with love and support for one another. And truthfully, I think a big part of our reconciliation was thanks to this podcast and all of you listening. Yeah, I think once we got all the shittiness out of the way, the the podcast was actually the driving factor to get over the spat. (laughs) 
Because despite how much I wanted to punch her in the face, there was a time when this podcast was a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And we both kind of mentioned how we wanted to get back to that place. So we had to really figure out what we needed to do in order to get there. And I suggested what better way to clear the air than tell everybody about this spat. Which initially I thought was a terrible idea. But then the more I thought about it, I started to think that almost like we owed our listeners an explanation because we genuinely feel like our little audience has become part of our family and we figured it might even be a relatable topic for some people seeing as how today's divorce rate is 50 percent and given the state of the world right now uh, everyone seems to be getting on each other's nerves and relationships and marriages are really taking a beating Mm, totally. I also feel like we should be burning some sage right now whilst we record this episode. For what purpose? To clear the bad energies out, you oh know, cleanse God. the energy, increase clarity, create a healing state. Well, You've never much? heard of smudging? Smudging? Yeah, that's the formal technical term for it. That sounds like something dirty. Uh, <laughs> anyway, how much sage do you have? Because I think we're going to need a lot. Well, we don't need much, but the fact that we're recording in mom and dad's closet right now... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be a fire hazard. Mm-hmm. Not to mention dad would go to his next board meeting smelling like a hippie. True. All right, well, instead of a sage smudging, how about yeah. we kick off our newfound love and appreciation for for each other by sharing with everyone three things that we love about each other. Are you serious? Yeah, I think it would be a good healing practice for us, unless you'd rather share three things you hate about me. Yeah, actually, can we start with those? Well, this is all about open, honest communication with each other and everyone listening, so sure, let's Start with uh, the three things that make you want to punch me in the face the most. Would you like to start or shall I go first? Well, I already have two right off the bat. Oh, all right. Well, then uh, I need to think about mine. So (laughs) you go first, Sarah. Well, technically I have three, but I think that two of them could probably fall under the same annoyance. All right. Can't wait to hear them. Okay, you have next to no listening skills. It doesn't matter what the subject matter is. You are incapable of listening to anything. And to top it off, you have the shittiest memory of any human I have ever come into contact with. So when you put those two things together, it's really frustrating because you pretty much have no idea what is happening or what has happened at any point in time. Hmm. Okay, I hear you. Reminds me of the quote. What is it that they say? Most people don't listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply, I believe it is. Case and point. I am speaking and she is not listening. Okay, moving on. Next up, your ability to fart around and waste time is beyond infuriating. Actually, I'm kind of finding this airing of our grievances to be almost therapeutic and beneficial to know what I need to work on. And hearing these things makes me think that we can basically equate any unhappiness in our lives to a failure of expectations. Because yes, I will agree that I'm a horrible listener and my memory is awful, but whether it's failing our own expectations or someone else not meeting our own, which is the 
the case here. It obviously makes sense that we would get pissed off or frustrated with each other because we're disappointed. And when things don't go the way that we thought they would, it only makes sense that we get upset and look for someone or something to blame, right? I think you hit the nail on the head. I I think we both had very different expectations and there was definitely a lot of finger pointing. And for me personally, I know we're both perfectionists, but Mm -hmm. in very different ways. Mm -hmm. And for me, I take my responsibilities very seriously. I take pride in the fact that I consider myself a reliable person. And when I'm disappointing somebody, I really take that to heart as a failure, which just fuels my own anger and disappointment in in myself. Yeah, so I think a big part of our resolution was having to accept that things weren't going as planned and making peace with that, which is what we did, and accept all facets of each other, horrible listening, shitty memory, the good, the bad, accepting each other as we are, not who we want or expect the other one to be, which which is a good time for me now to share the three things that I hate about you most. <laughs> uh, number one, the fact that you're a dinosaur. I'm assuming you mean from a technology point of view? Yes, and I wish you understood how incredibly brutal it is that you took until 2020 to actually get a smartphone, which is infuriating for someone who runs an online business and they don't even have a phone that I can text. Okay, I hear you. (laughs) Which leads me to another important topic is that we have to respect each other's boundaries. So part of our reconciliation was negotiating, coming up with compromises that would work for each other and letting go of these grudges that we've held for so many years of working together and being sisters co-hosting a podcast. I'm still holding on to the grudge, but I'm working on it. Okay, good to know. Now, what's your third complaint? Well, fine. I might be awful at listening. Sometimes I'm not paying attention to a word you say. I admit it. And I also admit how brutal my memory is. But your mood swings are basically the equivalent to a manic, depressive woman battling PMS. Yet you had no idea that I was even angry, or so you claim. Okay, I think this is taking a direction we weren't planning on. So how about let's change gears here and move on to the things we love each other. Yeah, you first. I still have to think of mine. Okay, well, I love your sense of humor. I love how amidst being a crazy bitch and daily changing mood swings, you can still always manage to make me laugh and we can always find something to joke around about. Number two is your ability to make something out of nothing. I guess that could relate to being a moody twat. But I was like, is that a good thing? Is that a compliment or? (laughs) No, I mean in like a creative art type form. What made me think of this was just yesterday I was lying in bed looking at that decorative piece of wall art that you made for me a few years ago and thinking how well done it is and how I couldn't make something like that if my life depended on it. You're a Pinterest mom, basically, and you're the queen of DIY projects. You always make things, whether it's arts and crafts for your kids or 
your home decor stuff for yourself and it's something I really suck at and I wish that I shared those talents as well. I do love Pinterest. It's kind of like my porn. And the third thing I will say that I love about you is how brutally honest you are. You always call me on my shit whether I want to hear it or not and how everything always seems to run off of you like water. And despite being a moody, miserable bitch, you have a pretty thick skin and you do make it easy to feel like I can say anything to you at any time without judgment. And at the end of the day, no matter how harsh we can be to each other, you always seem to manage to get through it and somehow maintain respect for each other. I don't know about the respect part, but anyway, I guess I'll share the top three traits I do respect about you. Well, first, First, I would have to go with your ambition. Even if everything you do is driven by ego, you are probably (laughs) the most ambitious person I know. A quality I do not possess, but wish I had. You have the ability to dive right into things, whereas I analyze the shit out of every angle of every little frigging thing before taking the plunge. Didn't you say you hate that I dive right into things? It's one of those things that's it's a strength and a weakness at the same time. Okay, yes, add that. That to the things I hate about you is that you take forever (laughs) to do anything because she's obsessed with doing it perfectly. Yeah, well, that takes me back to the the strength and the weakness thing. You're you're the kind of person where it's like if you don't if something's not working, you'll just keep hitting buttons and stuff. Whereas I'm like I'm more of a read a manual, know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, no, never read a manual. Okay, do you want me to continue with this list or not? Yes, please. This oh. is, feeds my ego, so please right. continue. And yet you still can't listen. <laughs> Number two, in a weird way, you have opened my eyes to how differently people operate. I mentioned one of the things I find most annoying about you is your painful ability to waste time. Having said that, I have seen that through said massive waste of my time, your ideas are born. You have a process to how you do things, and while your process makes me want to slit my own throat, it has been interesting to see how your entrepreneurial mind actually works. Thanks. And finally, uh, I'm going to have to go with your humor as well. This hmm. this whole thing has made me kind of analyze our relationship a bit. And if you think about it, with your friends or partners, you choose them. But with family, you're stuck with them. And regardless of what kind of differences you may have or how much you might like them, you're stuck with them. So having said that, I think the one thing we truly have in common is humor, We have the same kind of weirdness and lack of shame to it. In that regard, we truly get each other. And I think that is why the podcast works. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I really do believe that if it weren't for our shared sense of humor, this podcast would have died a long time ago. And I think it's important to add to what you just mentioned about not choosing your family, that any and all relationships, whether friend, romantic, family, should be difficult at times. And important relationships should be 
be difficult because they ask us to be more mindful of ourselves and how we are showing up for that other person. And through this recent little spat of ours, I think it's also allowed us to really look at the various stories and narratives that we've created about each other and then ask ourselves, are these stories formed out of love or anger or resentment or what? And I think that we've both come away from this spat. I like spat. (laughs) Taking responsibility for our own actions rather than just blaming each other. So I think it's been a really good growth opportunity for both of us. And you've definitely made me take a good hard look at my old ways of thinking and behaving and lack of memory and listening skills. And I hope that with this new insight, I can start to make better choices that are centered around compassion, kindness, empathy for you, rather than just thinking, you're a miserable, moody bitch 24-7. Okay, for the record, you are just as much of a moody bitch as I am. (laughs) I think the difference, though, is that you lose it, you fly off the handle, and then it's over with quickly. Whereas I lose it, fly off the handle, and then I stew. Yeah, that's way worse. Yeah, I didn't say one was better than the other. I'm just saying you're (laughs) just as much of a bitch as I am. But since you're talking about looking at ourselves... (laughs) And learning about ourselves. Oddly enough, what I have learned is that when I'm upset or angry about something, I have a tendency to burrow into myself and just kind of suffer in silence. But being angry at everyone and everything or being depressed about my situation is very different from actually communicating those feelings to other people. And even though I have no problem speaking my mind and telling it how it is, when it comes to certain aspects of my own thoughts and feelings. I don't, it's like I, I don't like pity or sympathy, so I tend to keep my own hurts or pain to myself. And since our spat, I'm going to really try. <laughs> I've decided I'm going to try to vocalize how I'm feeling and stop pretending that I'm tough and can handle everything on my own. Okay, cool. And I think that is a good point to wrap this episode up and announce the winner of this episode's Patreon prize, which is... A Powered by Tofu t-shirt and a wooden spoon from our friends at Mori New Tofu. I'll slap the shit out of you with that wooden spoon, you miserable bitch. See, I was thinking the same thing. I was going to beat you with the spoon. (laughs) Aww. All right, well, let's throw in some jail. OTB protein into this prize pack too, just to sweeten the deal before we beat whoever wins it with a spoon. And who will get to rock this tofu t-shirt, Sari? Yeah, I don't have my container, so we don't have the little shaking sound effect. Oh, right. But give it away, give it away, give it away now. Yeah, that helps. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Anna F. Anna? Is it Anna or Anna? I've always said Anna. Yeah, I don't even know why I say Anna. And she's been a client for like five years, mm-hmm. so we should probably figure it out. I yes. think it's the one N. Okay. And maybe well, I've been watching. Congrats, Anna. Anna. Please let us know the correct pronunciation of your name. All right. What song will we be singing to conclude the Shorky Sister Showdown episode? Shorky Sister Showdown. And, Shit. And let it be known that my vote was for I Fucking Hate You by Godsmack. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know what song that was. 
was. I went the uh, cheesy smartass route. I thought we were going to do That's What Friends Are For by Dionne Warwick and Friends. Yeah, but then I thought we didn't really know the exact words except for keep smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me for For sure. That's what friends are for. Oh yeah, I'm feeling it. For For good times and bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. Cause that's what friends are for. No, I thought we decided on Everything About You by Ugly Kid Joe. I love that one. (laughs) I am also happy to sing that one. Me too. All right. Such a 90s classic. And I bet you had a huge crush on the singer, didn't you? Oh, totally. Yeah, he's definitely your type. All right. Well, in the 90s. Yeah, he he was a babe. That's one we can agree on. All right, let's do it. I hit the rain and sunny weather. And I hit the beach and mountains too. And I don't like a thing about the city. No, no. And I, I, I hit the countryside too. And I hate everything about you. Everything about you. And I get sick when I'm around. I can't stand to be around. I hate everything about you. All right, that is it for this mindful episode, airing our dirty, shorky laundry. And yes, we realize this probably wasn't helpful or informative for your own life whatsoever, but hey, it was therapy for us. And it feels good to admit to the world and the podcast land out there that despite what you may hear on this podcast from the Shorky Sisters, our relationship is far from rainbows and puppies all the time. It does take a lot of brutal honesty and reflection to keep that Shorky Sister dynamic love alive. So remember, guys, if your relationship is worth saving, save it. One step at a time, though. Thanks for listening. Shorky Sisters, out. I love myself today.